His son, who was called Aladdin, was a very careless and idle fellow. He was disobedient to his father and mother, and would go out early in the morning and stay out all day, playing in the streets and public places with idle children of his own age. When he was old enough to learn a trade, his father took him into his own shop and taught him how to use his needle. But all his father's endeavours to keep him to his work were vain, for no sooner was his back turned than the boy was gone for that day. Mustafa chastised him, but Aladdin was incorrigible, and his father, to his great grief, was forced to abandon him to his idleness. He was so much troubled about him that he fell sick and died in a few months. Aladdin, who was now no longer restrained by the fear of a father, gave himself over entirely to his idle habits, and was never out of the streets from his companions. This course he followed till he was fifteen years old, without giving his mind to any useful pursuits, or the least reflection on what would become of him. As he was one day playing in the street with his evil associates, according to custom, a stranger passing by stood to observe him. This stranger was a sorcerer, known as the African magician, as he had been but two days arrived from Africa, his native country. The African magician, observing in Aladdin's countenance something which assured him that he was a fit boy for his purpose, inquired his name and history of his companions. When he had learned all he desired to know, he went up to him, and taking him aside from his comrades, said, Child, was not your father called Mustafa the tailor? Yes, sir answered the boy, but he has been dead a long time. At these words the African magician threw his arms about Aladdin's neck and kissed him several times, with tears in his eyes, saying, I am your uncle. Your worthy father was my own brother. I knew you at first sight. You are so like him. Then he gave Aladdin a handful of small money, saying, Go, my son, to your mother. Give my love to her, and tell her that I will visit her tomorrow that I may see where my good brother lived so long, and ended his days. Aladdin ran to his mother, overjoyed at the money his uncle had given him. Mother, said he, have I an uncle? No, child, replied his mother, you have no uncle by your father's side or mine. I have just now come, said Aladdin, from a man who says he is my uncle and my father's brother. He cried and kissed me when I told him my father was dead and gave me money, sending his love to you, and promising to come and pay you a visit, that he may see the house my father lived and died in. Indeed, child, replied the mother, your father had no brother, nor have you an uncle. The next day the magician found Aladdin playing in another part of the town, and embracing him as before, put two pieces of gold into his hand, and said to him, Carry this, child, to your mother. Tell her that I will come and see her tonight, and bid her get us something for supper. But first show me the house where you live. Aladdin showed the African magician the house, and carried the two pieces of gold to his mother, who went out and bought provisions. And considering she wanted various utensils, borrowed them of her neighbors. She spent the whole day in preparing the supper, and at night, when it was ready, said to her son, Perhaps the stranger knows not how to find our house. Go and bring him, if you meet with him. Aladdin was just ready to go, when the magician knocked at the door, and came in loaded with wine and all sorts of fruits, which he brought for a dessert. After he had given what he brought into Aladdin's hands, he saluted his mother, and desired her to show him the place where his brother Mustafa used to sit on the sofa. 
and when she had so done, he fell down and kissed it several times, crying out with tears in his eyes, My poor brother, how unhappy am I not to have come soon enough to give you one last embrace. Aladdin's mother desired him to sit down in the same place, but he declined. No, said he, I shall not do that, but give me leave to sit opposite to it, that although I see not the master of a family so dear to me, I may at least behold the place where he used to sit. When the magician had made choice of a place and sat down, he began to enter into discourse with Aladdin's mother. My good sister, said he, do not be surprised at you never having seen me all the time you have been married to my brother Mustafa of happy memory. I have been forty years absent from this country, which is my native place as well as my late brother's. During that time I have travelled into the Indies, Persia, Arabia, and Syria, and afterward crossed over into Africa, where I took up my abode in Egypt. 